But it's funny just, shit. The pre-show come in to record. He was like, "Man, I said I was gonna do your podcast. I didn't tell y'all coming." My nigga, if he come over here and be like, "Yeah, I'm saying that this ain't moat, nigga." Jay Prince come in and say, "Turn the cameras off." You turn them off. We just gonna have, we just gonna have to talk about the conversation on the next, <laughs> the next podcast. It's like, hey man, we talked to the nigga. You know what I'm saying? With the recap, little recap. <laughs> So who miles who, who miles was playing tricks on who? Was was it was it? Yeah, he said that was his idea. Right. So you was a nigga tweaking on Halloween. What, what happened, bro? I think he was Scarface's part or some shit. He, you know, he rapped on "Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster." <laughs> yeah, he did, bro. Hmm. What's the difference between Freaknik pussy and COVID pussy? That's a question for Jay Prince, or that's a question for Jay <laughs> One of them smell like, like FUBU. You said what? One of them smell like FUBU. One of them smell like FUBU. <laughs> How can you smell like FUBU? Hey, man, this is more people smell like, like hey. FUBU, too. <laughs> hey, Tyler has told us about his uh car canine, he know about how fubu smell. That nigga hey, probably got smell like lottery scratch outs and black and miles, nigga. I promise y'all see it. Hey, y'all, hey, yo, it was it was the chick went viral talking to a white lady, like, I'll beat your ass. And the dude stepped in front of her and she was like, You better get it because I'll beat your ass. If you ain't, I don't know if y'all seen it or not, but the black lady had on a call canine goddamn jumper, man. It was like the same <laughs> they they got coats on or something in each other's face. They, like, I don't like, know what happened. It's in, it's in Walmart. Yeah, it's a black lady with a mask on and a white lady across from him. And it's a tall ass dude from Walmart stepping between them. And she was like, yeah. you ain't gonna keep whooping her ass. Yeah, somebody tagged her. Hey! There we was go. It a, was it it's your happening. same purple one? It's happening. We got him in here. There you go. Yes, sir. Yes, hey, sir. Hey. How y'all doing, bro? What's How happening? you doing? How you doing, OG? OG uh, in the yeah. building. Yeah, you got this. You got the skyline city view. Where you at? Oh, I'm at the crib. I'm at the penthouse. Which okay. one? Pen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in. I'm in H Town. Oh, okay, man. I love. Right, I just left lock, Houston. Are y'all locked down? Mm, not really. Not okay, really. Kind of like Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. yeah y'all exactly. didn't try. The hookah spots is still jumping in Houston. Yeah, I just left Atlanta. Oh yeah, yeah man. So <laughs> Yeah, the ball out there. Yes, sir. Yeah, oh, they appreciate you tapping in, man. Shout out to uh, Julia Beverly, man, putting this play together. Uh, OG in the building, man. Jesus, this is hard. Right. Hey, kick it off, come on. Oh, Gordon before, you off, before you kick it off, man, Ronnie, you really look like a truck driver. With I that. thought I looked like a pilot. Actually, <laughs> no, he, looked I, like, I, he looked like a pilot, bro. I thought like I looked a like a pilot of like a, a, a Cadillac <laughs> Airlines. You know what I'm saying? Pull the oh, plane. <laughs> No, it's throw playing tonight. We we on H Town time. It's no a plane with a trunk on it. You got to play with y'all. Hey, what part? What part of the world y'all in? We in Atlanta. We uh, in Atlanta. we yeah. in GA, baby. Okay. Just y'all missed was, you, big dog. You was yeah, right up for the king that live. You was right by our studio. Eighty five South was one hour over from our studio. Is that right? 
That's right. And we was at the same time, too. That's amazing. We was there at the okay. same exact time. Next time you come down, we're going to get you in the studio. Yeah, you got to get in there. Your company's raised this whole group, so we uh, we appreciate you, bro. All right. Hey, man. Appreciate y'all, man. You got the merch on? You got the 85 South merch on? Yeah, yeah. That's hard. We got to send you some more than culture. We got to send you some of our merch. Yeah, what it say? It says more than culture. That's the name of this okay. the show. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Then I got the blessed AF for you when you when you get on your jet for real with this on. It's it's over. Yeah, it's because we know you got six of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hook me up and I'm gonna bust it. Hey, yes, <laughs> hey, man, let me tell you something. Jay Prince, brother, brother, OG Jay Prince. You need to create a dictionary, brother. You got so many cool ass sayings, so many cool ass words. I just think the younger generation needs to, you know what I mean, digest it a little bit. <laughs> like that, huh? You feel me? Just like I that. You. I got you. All right, Kamal. Yeah, right, well, Morton Culture is the brand. This is the Morton Culture show. Kamal, the secret genius. Remo Rock. Out the Chronicles. This your pilot, Ronnie Jordan, speaking. <laughs> Morton Culture Airlines, hop aboard. Yes, indeed. So, so who set it up, Ronnie Jordan? Yeah, man, this is one of the OGs, man. This is his the introduction to this man. I remember when I was eight years old, my cousin playing "Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster." Come on, come in on, her, man. In her, you know, what I'm saying she had a Chevy. You know what I mean? We in Birmingham riding, and I'm like, "Who is this dude telling me how to be a better black man?" I had to be like eight. Like I was like. This is hard. And then I seen it. I remember seeing it in the office space. The, the, they brought it back out with the white boy rapping your lyrics. And um, you brought out some of the most influential groups. You was the first on the independent stuff. That's one of the reasons why we independent, because you started yes, out independent, black owned, breaking just nothing but groundbreaking acts. You know, one of our favorites, uh, Ghetto Boys, UGK. You know what I'm saying? Devin the Dude is one of my favorite rappers of all time. Um, you know, list goes on and on. We got the owner, founder, creator. Uh, brilliant mind of this generation, rap a lot song, Jay Prince on More Than Culture. We got Jay Prince yeah. in the culture. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. How y'all doing, bro? Hey, man, you you get a world so much game, man. Like, how, how does that feel that everybody is like, Jay Prince, can we touch the hem of your garment? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I, I ain't nowhere near as close to that, man. But, hey, you know what? It's a blessing to be amongst the land of the living and to be able to share, man. That's what's up. Yeah. So, okay. So I got to, uh, we try not to ask questions that everybody asks. I know you've been on the run, but I got to ask questions probably about, about your book and just being a writer. I'm a writer myself, but I haven't written a book. Can you talk about just like the process of, of even doing that? Cause people don't understand how hard that is. Man, you know, uh, I, I don't really, um, consider it super hard, but, but I do uh, uh, I realize it was a process. And I think the most challenging parts was, you know, places I had to go back to that I, I really thought I had healed from. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like different uh, uh, things that I wrote, you know what I mean, by loved ones that's then, go, then left, you know, going into like this house that uh, the last place I saw my sister when I was like 11 years old, to go in those rooms and those places, man, was, uh, you know, just mentally going back to a whole lot and being able to, like, it, it gave me a whole new perspective of uh, how blessed I am. 
You know what I mean? Because when you when you like reflect, when you sit down and reflect on where you came from to where you are right now, it gives you just a whole different appreciation about life in general, man. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that is awesome. I mean, a lot of people feel like uh, you have to give up something in this lifestyle uh to get to that next level do you feel like that way like you say like going back reminiscing seeing different things that you've experienced you've lost you've gained like do you feel like getting into this industry there's something you must sacrifice oh most definitely most definitely you know what i mean that's why you know in my book i was encouraging you know uh, a lot of street homies that's in bondage and like you know crime or you know, even if you're not in, even if it's not crime, whatever it may be, you know, right. uh, it's important to, uh, you know, to make those transitions and be willing to sacrifice, you know, whatever that may be to to graduate and go to different levels in life. And where the entertainment industry was concerned, you know, as you all may know, you know, it's a, it's a business that will check your nut bag to the extent where if you ain't real about it, then it'll run you off. I'm telling you. Boy, come on now. <laughs> nut bag be flat. Nut bag empty <laughs> hell, boy. You ain't got nothing flat in the problems. Nut bag. Nut bag empty. <laughs> Bring back nut bag, please. That was <laughs> what I'm saying. That dictionary gonna be dope. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a question about um, because we all know your your other ventures, uh, you know, uh, is you got a farm, you got cattle, you got boxing, your promoter. Do you ever um, invest or do you have any entity for comedians that are, especially in Houston, like y'all got Alisa Deek, y'all got Billy Sorrell, y'all got Sidney Castillo. We got some of our homeboys is from Houston. They go to other places and get the love, but they kind of get frustrated about like their hometown not kind of embracing yeah. it. But they do though. Yeah. They do events and people come out, but it's more like they represent You know what I'm saying? Do you got any yeah. comedy ties? Yeah, yeah, you know, I I remember we was talking about starting laugh a lot. Uh, oh yeah, one time. Oh, man, you know I, mean? so I saw the chain. I can see the chain, <laughs> bro. <laughs> please, bro. Yeah. Who, who don't like to laugh? Come you know on, I mean? yeah. especially a lot. <laughs> <laughs> laugh a lot, wreck. We, I, man, come on, man. That's like, do you? Who's your favorite comedian? Like, what do you like to watch? Or like, when does Jay Prince? Before the lockdown, like who would you go? Who do, who gets you out of the house to the improv in Houston? Man, you know I got summoned up in, in the improv. I hadn't been there in a minute. I think the last time I I went was Lil Duval had came to town. Shout out to Duval, yes sir. I got I I got a homie. I go to the blocks in the hood, right? I got a homie. I, I have a few homies that can really like cap, like raw cap. But I got one named BW man. That's you know a naturalist man. He, I put him up against anybody just off the dome. You know maybe, I mean? maybe that's the TV show we do. We just get a dude off the street versus a professional comedian. Now that would see be what dope. it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's happening? We toe to toe. Let's roast. Great idea. Great <laughs> idea. Metal detectors, though. Got to have metal detectors. <laughs> <laughs> a nigga named BW going to do some work if you beat him. That's all I'm trying well, to tell you. He's going to weapon. The show, the caveat to the show is y'all are in a boxing ring. Y'all got your gloves on already. So yeah. If you feel the way, leave it right here. Let's be. <laughs> hey, so, um, so you know, obviously, you know, a legend in many different areas, and there's a lot of different legends about you. Can you tell us 
what do you think is maybe one of the craziest stories you ever heard about yourself? Because, you know, everybody heard a bunch of different stories. What's one you heard that was like, oh, come on now. I, yeah, no, I ain't. Man, you know, a, a crazy story I heard was uh, from DJ Screw. You know what I mean? DJ Screw, you know, he's from Houston. He's the creator of the Screw music and everything. Right, right. And, um, and you know, he and I, you know, of course, we both, you know, in, in, in H-Town, but I hadn't met the brother, you know, for quite a while. And I finally had a time to meet him. And, and you know, he just had to stare at me where he was just like, you know, like Stan, of course, we know he he, he drank syrup or whatnot, but this was a this wasn't a syrup staff. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at Screw, you know, I say, I say, homie, what's on your mind, man? Why are you looking like that, man? He say, Man, you ain't nothing like people say you are, man. I said, What you mean, bro? He said, You ain't nothing like people say you are, man. Do do you know that I uh, been sending you that money or whatever. I'm like, what money, man? I don't, what you talking about? <laughs> Long story short, another artist in H-Town was extorting screw in my name, man. Oh, oh yeah, man. Yeah, man. So that was surprising. You know, I, I had no idea of no shit like that was taking place. That's, oh. what, that's the most ball shit ever. I ain't never heard nobody extorting somebody by mistake a little bit. A, a third party <laughs> extortion is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you buddy pass extortion you on somebody is somebody else's behalf without their permission. That's yeah. third party extortion. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was not worth it. Whatever the hell he was extorting <laughs> after after he found out, I'm sure it was not worth it. Yeah. Hey homie. Hey homie. Look. Do you have Do you have the prince's money? Right, <laughs> right. But this DJ Screw now he's not no regular dude. He one of the biggest people in the city. Like. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a ballsy thing. Like oh, I don't. So yeah, uh, I got a question about like your legacy. Your sons, man, are just taking the industry over anyway. Like your sons, uh, Jazz Prince and Jay Prince Jr. Funny story. I did a show in Houston. Bill Bellamy. I'm gonna show Bill Bellamy. Ali Sadiq. And I'm already like I read a lot of blogs. I, I read about how Drake got discovered by one of Jay Prince's son. I'm thinking it's. I only thought it was one son. I thought it was just Jazz Prince, right? Yeah. I'm in the crowd. I'm going. I'm ripping the show. I'm like my dog Jazz Prince in the house. Yeah. To the green room. It's not Jazz Prince. <laughs> he give me a dab. He's like, dog, you funny as hell. Pull me close, and I'm like, <laughs> he's like, that's my brother, homie. I'm Jay Prince Jr. Yes, Don't call sir. me that again. But you ready to drink? You ready to smoke? I'm like, yeah, man. You know, I ain't know. <laughs> I'm big. He snatched me. I was like, oh, bitch. <laughs> 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 but we kicked it all night after that. Oh, we was we went to, he took me out after yeah. that. It was dope. So your son, yeah, how do you build right. a legacy? How do you build that legacy up? Oh man, you just uh you you be an example before him, you know what I mean? And it I tell everybody more is called than talk. You know, when your when your kids are watching you, then they're gonna go by what you do more so than what you say. So don't have no mixed messages where they're concerned and they won't get mixed up. So they've been able to uh, watch the truth and it ain't no excuse for them to be nothing other than the truth. You just explain why my son eats salad and still go get ice cream after by looking me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so I know we've been watching the verses. I know a lot of people are asking you about, you know, who Drake should go against. But I have 
got, well, I got one. I got a different one. I right. want to know who you think, you know, Scarface yeah. should go against. Yeah, much better. Oh, man. Face, mm. yeah, face, face mob. Yeah. Brad Joe. I don't know, you know. I, had, I hadn't thought about that because I think he should go against somebody that, that can tell stories. You know what I mean? It, it need to be like you have two type of hits. You know, you got one that'll crank you up and, and, and you be on the emotional hypeness and then you have that other hit that'll make you think. And I think if Scarface is doing a versus, it need to be with somebody that mentally make you go there, you know, with a dope story. That's a good perspective because uh, th that's probably why Drake is yeah. so crazy because he does both. Like he, he tells a story in the song, but the song be jamming to a 10. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he tell a story, but Face gonna tell that gangster story. And I think yeah. it need to be a person that can like take you there and take your emotions down that gangster ride, you know, and memories mm. and something. Yeah. Is it that Snoop? First, Is it Snoop again? Well, Snoop definitely uh, can tell some good stories as well. But he, he Snoop already been there, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, who's on the caliber though? It's like that's a, the toppest tier of the top tier of MCs. That's like KRS One, you know what I'm saying? Like that's up there, you know, as far as foundation goes. Of I, I don't thing. think Scarface versus Nas is a bad battle. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scarface versus Nas might mm. be nice. He will clean that syrup. up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when it Mary dropped, when Mary, 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 boy. <laughs> 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 So, yeah. so can you tell us, um, speaking of Scarface, can you tell us a little bit about, I guess, the formation of, of the Ghetto Boys? Oh, yeah. Um, of course, you know, the Ghetto Boys, would, you know, I shopped Houston inside out, man, and I went and uh, tapped in. Uh-oh, you went out. Oh, is he on mute? He went yeah, out. He we went out. Audio, we lost Maybe. you, Jay. Oh no! Oh no! The audio went out. Hold on one second. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. Somebody must be trying to call his phone. If you're on an iPhone, can you hear me now? Oh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, okay. There, there. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, we lost. So, you. Okay. Yeah, I was saying I had shop Houston inside out. And uh, I came up with Bushwick Bill, Scarface, and Ghetto Boys, uh, three individuals that didn't know one another. But, you know, they, they was feeling my division I wanted to go in. And I just got rid of a, a group of uh, Ghetto Boys that told me I was too deep because I was writing with them. Mm. And uh, I oh, had right. tried everybody else's idea, you know what I mean? So I'm like, well, I see what y'all are trying to do, but don't nobody want that Tonka toy. You know, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> fake, man, right? That play play. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy bake oven. So so I, I had to get with the real. And uh, they could relate to the stories and different things that I wanted to write. I could relate to them. And, you know, there it was. That was the foundation of the ghetto boys y'all familiar with. So yeah. did, did someone, like, bring them to you or, did like, tell you about them? Or did you actually go and physically see them at a place okay. Oh yeah. Well, well, with Willie D, you know, I had saw him in a club a few times, but my barber was uh, definitely campaigning for him. Scarface. After after I got out of club one night, I heard 
him and Beto playing the music in the car, I just kind of walked right up on him and, you know, snatched him up. Wow. And Bushwick, I, all, I also met in a club. So, Rest yeah, it was peace. in the street. Yeah. If if you don't mind, could you talk about being a visionary? Because you can't go to school to be a visionary. You can't even apply to be a visionary. But you have to have some type of drive or some type of thing inside of you. So like to the visionary of you, like like what do you get what do you get your um you get your vision? Inspiration. <laughs> Inspiration. Yeah, no, I think I think uh, uh that is something being a visionary, you know, where I'm concerned is like a, a, a intuitive thing. You know what I mean? Right. I think a lot of that come from up above. You know, mm. I'm, I'm an intuitive person. And even more in person, I mean, even more important is to be able to tap into that gift. Like a lot of people have that gift. And if you don't tap into it and you don't know how to nourish it, you know, your discernment, your intuitiveness, then it can get lost in the sauce of you be one of them individuals that won't stand on what you believe in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So so that's a that's a real important piece right there of you becoming, you know, who you're gonna become. But like in retrospect, when I think about that, my vision, everybody was trying to punch holes in my balloon. You know what I mean? Even in my own <laughs> household. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Talk about that, mm-hmm. Jay. Yeah. Talk your shit, OG. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like a lot of discouraging shit all around you, from everywhere, right. places you you wouldn't believe it would come from. So you have to stand on that shit that you have a vision on. You know what I mean? Like, even when I think about Drake, for example, when when my son brought me Drake, I'm glad that I put the right ingredients in him because I tried to discourage him where Drake was concerned. So think if he was weak and he had been taught to, uh, you know, not stand on what he believed in, then he would have walked away from one of the biggest artists that we had. Wow. What was the reason? What was the reason that you wanted him? My bad, Ronnie. The reason that you probably didn't want him to, to work with him? Because I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear what he heard. Ah. Like, people, like people couldn't see what I saw. People didn't believe what I believed. They couldn't see what I, you know what I mean? Some of the same shit, a different toilet. But, you know, he, he stood on it. He like, trust me on this one, Dad. This this the new sound. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. Um, could you talk about the beat for My Mind's Playing Tricks on Me? How did y'all pick the samples? I know you were involved with the writing process, but that was one. That song came out when I was in seventh grade, and the tuba section would play the yeah. boom, 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 boom. Like, <laughs> that song is the perfect beat and the perfect rhymes over the perfect beat. Like, that's the Halloween theme song. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. How did y'all put that puzzle together? Well, of course, that beat, you know, was a sample. I forgot, you know, the, the Isaac Hayes, I think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because when we got that song, they wouldn't give us the right to that sample. They told me I couldn't use it. Mm. I ignored everything they said. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I mean? This is so important, you know, even where, like, a lot of independents and different people are concerned. Think if I would have been obedient where they mm. was concerned and just walked away from that song, man. Come on. They wouldn't give me the green light. Here. So you know, I took the green light. I put it out there anyway. And of course, you know, I had to pay for it, but I didn't mind paying for it in the beginning. You know mm. what I mean? I just didn't want to hear no where it was concerned. Man, man you those, those man, 
the beat selection. Like, could you talk about how underrated Devin the Dude is? Like, all of us on this Zoom, like, I, I've hosted a couple of his shows, but he has, like, a Willie Nelson cult following. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you know, even before De- Devin, Devin came out of a group by the name of Odd Squad. Odd Squad, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I really feel if it's one group I feel, man, that were really before their time, it was the Odd Squad. That was a group that I felt should have been so much bigger than what they they were, you know, because they they producer was blind Rob. He was a blind guy. He he you comes know, to the he, show with him now. He walks he out with a blind. He walks yeah, out with a blind man. dude right now, and he walks yeah, behind the man. the blind dude walk behind Devin rapping to the yeah. stage. Uh, yeah, pandemonium. Me and, me and Remo saw them yeah. at uh at the Five Spot in Atlanta a couple years ago, and that show was amazing. Yeah. Yep, I went to that too. <laughs> yeah. They was always like a comedian rapper, man. Richard Pryor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it like uh Anne is better than Nan is one of the best songs yeah. ever made, period. Like any is it any is anything, I'm sorry. Anything, yeah. Yeah, that is yeah. anything is yeah, plenty. Devin, Devin got some anthems. Yeah. And right now, yeah. uh right now I listen to that every time I get on a plane. Like I, I like that for sure. Looking mm. over your for show pussy, trying to get some more pussy. Oh, You'll end up with no pussy. No That's how I stay married, Jay Prince. Devin the dude made me wait things out while the weed was in rotation. Yeah. Like y'all put it in, y'all put the, the medicine, the sugar with the medicine perfectly, bro. Is it, was that a prerequisite for rap a lot? Like to be saying something? Yeah, no, most definitely. You know what I mean? I shit, I let them do their thing, man. Whatever they was feeling. Hey, 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 Jay, uh, uh, uh brother Prince, uh, Bishop Jay Prince. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, 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 we're from Atlanta, um, except Tyler, but uh, we all grew up, even with Tyler, grew up on Dungeon Family, and a lot of people skip over. Rap a lot's influence on even the Dungeon Family, like being able to speak about the spiritual things as well as the streets. Like, yeah. I mean, do you guys take credit for that at all? Like, I, I give you credit if you don't, but yeah, uh, you know, man, you know, we don't we don't necessarily take credit for a lot of things, you know, because it it wasn't really about the credit where we was concerned. We was just planting seeds. You know what I mean? Real seeds. And, uh, you know, I see a lot of credit be taken in places that it may not <laughs> be taken in. But, you know, it's all good. And you speak up for it, bro. I appreciate you speaking up for it and putting these young niggas in check. Because we need OGs. It's, it's no OGs trying to raise their hand like, nah, bro, that shit wrong. We need to sit down. And if we don't sit down, then, you know, we just going to see, yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't going to talk about the rest. You can see what's happening, especially in the industry now. You know, all these young rap kids with all this talent and they're getting gunned down by each other, like, in the street. Like, no street. order. It's no order. It looks like it's no yeah. order. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No structure. No order. And and a lot of them don't even know how to, how to protect their own ass. Mm. They don't even know how to put value on their own ass. They don't understand the structure, you know, and there is a structure with how you should move and different things. You know, you see people put value on a whole lot of things and don't put value on your own ass, your own life. Damn. Damn. I'm gonna put that in my uh my my weight loss alarm, my walk alarm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Put some value in your ass. Put some value in your ass ass and move that motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) That's the name of this episode for you. Put some value in your ass. On your ass. On your ass. On your ass. I got a question because UGK is one of my favorite groups of all time. It's like UGK Outcast. It depends on what day it is. I'm listening to either one every single day. And Pimp C is like a big influential person on me. I feel like he doesn't get his credit. I know everybody gives him the credit, but it seems like he made up a lot of the stuff we're doing right now in music as far like Drake is Pimp C to me. Like Drake does, he embodies a lot of the Pimp C stuff minus the street pass. Like Pimp C was singing, playing the organ and Producing, produ- it, it's amazing. He put the church, he put the church in the music to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I, I agree with that. And Drake acknowledged that. You know what I mean? He 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 stole a whole lot of game from, and was influenced from the south. So, you know, he get that up. He salute to that. Amen. Yeah. You 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 led by example because he, he with his statement. I remember when Atlanta was in turmoil, everybody was going back and forth and. He might have said something, but he came on and was a bigger man and said, let's everybody stop chasing these crumbs and get the bread truck. I, when that, I heard that, that shit clicked in my mind, and I have been on that mission ever since I heard that. Even early in my career, you can ask anybody, like, my favorite shit is finding somebody nobody fucking with and be like, he funny. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So that's, I, just, I just appreciate your, you, you leading by example. And putting those yeah. seeds out in the earth because we get it at all. We're getting all the stuff you're putting out. I'm just letting you know yeah. that. No, I preach. That's good to hear. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely those that got enough brain on their on their cranium to receive it. You know what I mean? A lot of a lot of fools, like fools despise wisdom. So yeah. everybody ain't gonna get it. But the ones of us that get it, you know, let's keep that moving, man. Hey man, we gotta definitely come out to Houston to kick it with you. I heard the we need to uh we need to come out to the ranch, man. You gotta bring all the comedians out there. We gotta do something Let's outside. Do Shit, I love hey. to laugh. Cause I'm I'm down with laughing any day. Whenever y'all come in in the city, just reach out and it's on. Hey man. Houston is one of the hey. safest places I feel because everybody, all the comedians, they act like you. Like Ali's like Ali's like I'm not there, but such yeah. and such, hit him up, he gonna take you here, yeah. there, there. They got what they got whatever you need. Everything's yeah. laid out. It's a it's a it's a way to do it. Like the check-in stuff, I got what you were saying. It wasn't like I got Ronnie got to call Jay Prince. No, Ronnie finna call yeah. Ali to protect Ronnie's ass. Just to yeah. let the killers know I'm here. Leave him alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, real talk. Real talk. It's it's a connect thing. You know what I mean? It ain't nothing. And it's a connect and respect. So, right. you know, and it benefit everybody. Man. I know we only have you for a few minutes. I just wanted to, to, to ask this. I saw you on Drink Champs. I was watching that episode, and you were mentioning how, um, you know, the FBI were investigating you and Suge Knight and Irv. And you don't have to talk about that specifically, but I wanted you to speak to, you know, people tell black people to pull themselves up by their bootstraps and, you know, get on top and do that. But people don't understand that when you get on top and you're focused and you're motivated and you have people um, that, I guess, lack of a better term, follow what you're doing you know you'll have other powers that even come and try to attack you so can you speak to that yeah no that's that's real talk you know what i mean and that has been a a challenge throughout my life you know what i mean it's almost like you have one challenge when you breaking the law and then you find yourself having the same challenge Mm. when you're trying to you know abide in the law so it's it's like the you have to call them what they are, the devil, right? It's like yeah. the devil is busy 
uh, if you uh, uh, coming up, whether it's wrong or right. You know what Amen. I mean? He busy. And uh, all we can do is be on the side of right. You know what I mean? Because I don't encourage nobody to try to make a career, you know what I mean, out of wrong. Anybody that's right. trying to do that, it's a matter of time before, you know, it's like committing suicide. You keep trying eventually. That's going to take place. But, uh, yeah. yeah, man, it's it's a, it's a challenge. But uh, no weapon form against us, Chef Prof. So let's ride. Amen. Hey, can hey, I ask you one more thing? That? Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to ask you, what is, what's more than culture to Jay Prince? Because our podcast is pretty much, we trying to let people know we are so much more than all the shit that white people steal from us. So I want to yeah. know what's more than culture to Jay Prince. Oh, I, I feel the same way, man. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm connected with that same, uh, on that same frequency that you on right now. You know what I mean? I, uh, I just think, I just think uh, we definitely got to be about that that movement over that moment, man. You know what I mean? I'm the movement is is so important to me. You know what I mean? Because the moment, like everybody I saw that that got uh, that loss eventually, whether it was uh, short term, long term, whatever the case may be, it was because of the moment way of thinking. So culturally, you know, if we could uh, just unite where that movement is, is concerned and, and be like-minded and surround ourselves with like-minded individuals, then we can win. Man, awesome. Definitely. One last amazing. question um, for you, uh, Brother Prince. Um, speaking to, to movements, financial literacy is something that we don't talk a lot about in our community. Um, I asked this to KP. Uh, if Jay Prince was in 2020 with $10,000 with the same hunger you had back in the 80s, what would you do? What would you invest in? Like, what, what, what would be your vision? What would be your goals? $10,000. If I started off with $10,000 and it lunch depends. money, what you spend on lunch normally? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, $10,000. And do I, do I have the same wisdom I have today? Drop the wisdom on it. Drop the wisdom. Yeah, your on book it. is out right now. You got your own book out and everything, but you right okay. now with ten grand. Okay, well, with this wisdom I have right now, I would take that ten and and do what I'm doing or do what I have done in the music game. You know what I mean? I know how to make that ten turn into a million. You know, in the music game. Um, mm -hmm. If I can give you a few scenarios on where that's concerned. I would take that 10 and get in the boxing world. You know what I really? mean? I would take hmm. that, yeah. I would take that 10 and and play with some real estate. Hmm. You know, so yeah, definitely those three areas. I would play with that 10 in those three areas. Play with that 10. Like how though? Yeah. <laughs> well, invest it. Like, for example, you you can you can create a whole album. Uh, in a studio with ten thousand dollars, I put together a whole Ghetto Boys album for five thousand or less. Wow. So, if you, yeah, if you know what you're doing, like you know what you're doing, you get a pre-production studio, and it's so many people with studios and different things right now. So all right. you have to do, like with what I know, I'm gonna go in that studio prepared, and everybody gonna it ain't gonna be no creating in the studio. 
when we mm. go in there and spend our money, we're going to go in there strictly to record. So you cut off a major part of the fat just by doing that. You know what I mean? With, right. with my wisdom, if I want to go in the boxing world, I understand that I can go into a young man's life and, and that's real talented and support him before he turned pro and he'll turn pro with me. And, you mm. know, so it's a matter of, of knowing what you're looking at. And then, bam, the sky's the limit where he's concerned. Wow. Amazing. He just, flipped, he just flipped 10 in 30 seconds. <laughs> three <laughs> ways. Three, three different times, right? <laughs> <laughs> you have to go forward, though. That's how you got to do it, man. Hey, man, whenever you're ready for that comedy division, that Laugh-A-Lot Records, we're ready to start it with you. Yes, sir. Come down to Houston, you know. Laugh-A-Lot Comedy. Laugh-A-Lot Comedy, Laugh -a -lot. man. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. All good. All Tomorrow good. you going to uh, take us out? Hey, let's do uh, it. Yeah, man. Uh, so we like to end the shows with a segment we call uh, Secret Genius Life Coach. Where I get the people some words of wisdom, get through the week, get to the next episode. I am Kamal, the Secret Genius. And the words of the week are this. If you don't do it, somebody else will. And then nobody will care that you thought of it first. It's the execution that matters. The idea don't mean shit if you do not execute a plan to bring that idea to the world. Real talk. So that's, that's, that's all I got. If you don't do it, somebody else will, and then nobody will care. Yeah, hey, let me add to that, too. I'd like to add one as well with you, bro. Uh, it's two things please, we get every please. day we wake up. That's a chance and a choice. And what you do with the chance that the creator give you when he wake you up in the morning, the evening, or whatever, whenever you get up, what you do with that chance is going to determine your destiny. No, what you do with that chance is on you, but the choices you make is what going to determine your destination. Right on. Wow, thank you, man. Oh, bro. We appreciate it. We, didn't, we, we got in and start talking. Let me. This is Tyler, Kamal, Remo. I'm mm -hmm. Ronnie. Thank you for coming on our show. I really Thank appreciate you. it. Shout out to Julia Beverly. We will definitely look forward to doing more business with you. Um, I saw you tapped in with uh, uh, 85 South. They're my homeboys. And yeah. we on the same Damn. thing you on because you taught us that. So we appreciate it, man. We really, this is an honor to have you on the show. All our followers about to go up. The DMs from this go stupid. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate it. <laughs> hey, coaches. Look. Hey, whenever Warden the Reds the church, brother, we here. Warden <laughs> <laughs> Culture is the brand. This is the Morden Culture Show. Kamal the Secret Genius, Tyler Chronicles, We More Ride. Um uh, the Secret Ride. Genius. Nah, the, the shit disappearing fucked me up. Kamal the Secret <laughs> Genius, Rio Ride, Tyler Chronicles, Ronnie Jordan, special guest, Jay Prince. Hey bro, yeah. we just had Jay Prince just kicking shit with us. Oh, hey, Remo said, Father God, Jay Prince, our savior. Hey, he called yeah. it different every time. All right. Nah, nah, he I did that because at first he, he came in called Jay, and I felt like he was he realized he was calling him Jay. He was like, no, I'm thinking I'm like, Jay, anointed, anointed Jay Prince's father. Bishop. Bishop. <laughs> 